Welcome to Americans in Germany drinking whiskey. This is Jeff. And this is Alex. Today we're going to be talking about apartment sharing life in Germany. So uh, what it's like to live and move into an apartment with other people. Yeah. Sh- other share, roommates. Share that flat with some other youngsters, you know. Uh, yes. And in Germany, a, a flat share is called a a vague, a WG. So we're talking about the vague life. Right. So we might be saying vague a few times because it's in our vernacular, but... Vege means shared apartment. Exactly. And when you all move to Germany, you're probably going to get a shared apartment. So this is some maybe good information for all of you. Exactly. Let's, uh, let's go. Okay. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Easy. This week's episode is brought to you by Koya Insurance. I highly recommend them to any expats living in Germany. You know, I'll be very honest with you. The first few years I lived in Germany, I've avoided basically all insurance except for the health insurance, which I was legally obligated to get. I get that. And eventually, after a few years, I realized how stupid I was being because, you know, these insurances, like bike insurance, house insurance, private liability insurance, they're really, they're a few euro a month. Yeah. They cost basically nothing. They're not expensive. And that cost versus what it might cost you to get your bike stolen, to have your apartment flood, to accidentally dent somebody's car, you know, thousands of dollars versus, you know, five euro per month, whatever it is. Yeah. I realized, wow, you're stupid. And I, suddenly one year I got, <laughs> I got all these insurances because I realized I was being stupid. Yeah. It had a perfect example. I had, I had a bike and I let the insurance lapse because I wanted to save some money. And a few weeks later that bike was stolen. And then I'm out the thousand euro for that bike and all the accessories. When, if I just paid the few euro per month, I would have gotten all that money back when the bike was stolen. So anyways, tell me, you know, Get yourself insured. Go to koya.com. That is C-O-Y-A dot com. And everything is in English, so you'll have no problems. Should be pretty easy. If you can understand us, you can understand Koya probably. Exactly. Yes. Okay, Alex, here here we be. Here we are. Uh, yeah, episode 49. Almost 50. Almost the big 40, five zero. 49? Yeah. 49. Today, 48 came out. I remember oh this my. time. This time I got it down. I know. Wow. Yeah, next yeah. time is the big five zero, and Unbelievable. Oh, do we got a doozy for you? Oh, it's a... <laughs> It, it, it actually no next next week it, it will it will be the episode one of the most requested subjects True. that we have for whatever reasons never uh, broached and now it's we're, we're broaching. Baby. That's true. Next week we're going to have one that's been requested many a time and uh, so exciting. Yeah. yeah, I'm excited. Yeah. Anyways, so what kind of news do we got? What we, of, we, we got we always got some news. Always got some news for you guys yeah. listening. Uh, first first off, I want to give a special shout out to three people who left us beautiful five star reviews. We really appreciate the reviews. Yes. Uh, so thank you to Amy DT, Warren Al Walrus, who I love that name, and Joe Kui, Joe Kui, or Kui, or Joe Kui, I don't know. Uh, yeah, you all made us both smile reading the wonderful uh, things you wrote about us on the show and uh, about the show. So uh, thank you so much. Really appreciate it. Really kind. Yes. Thank yes. you. And, you know, in that same vein, shout out to Manuela, Natasha and Steven. These all these people sent us some great emails in the past week, asked some great questions, and said some really nice things about the show. Uh, so we keep, keep up to keep talking to them some more and yeah. uh, give them some answers. Exactly, and and that's that's open invitation to anybody to uh, please write us if you'd like to on our uh, Facebook or Instagram or through our website. There's many ways you can contact us, and 
Yeah, well, we, we, we try to answer to everybody. I think we have answered to almost every, like 99% of people. I think Maybe one has looked through the cracks, but I think we've answered Almost everybody. everybody. Yeah. And, and so, some of these questions, they lead to full-blown topic ideas. We, exactly. We're like, wow, that's a great topic idea. And if we can't make a topic about it, we can always, you know, put it in the German shuffle eventually. Yeah, we can shuffle it. We can shuffle it up. Um, so, yeah. And then uh, some uh, German, just kind of general news. Sure. Um, in the wake of the, you know horrible attack on the Capitol building in Washington, Washington, D.C., the German government itself is uh, currently reviewing its own security uh, for government buildings in Berlin, uh, including the Reichstag, which is uh, the Capitol building, you could say here, that houses the uh, German uh, parliament. Uh, On top of what's happened recently in D.C., also um, some weeks ago, a group of anti-mask protesters try to force their own way into the Reichstag, not quite as violently as uh, in the U.S. Right. Um, but yes, yeah, so the events in the U.S. are absolutely affecting people across the world. Which is pretty nutty. Uh, I mean, I, I, it makes as sense. It makes I didn't. Sense, yeah. I never thought this would ever happen in the United States, but uh, yeah. But here we are. It's uh, it's disgusting. Yeah, I mean, uh, basically right after we recorded last week's episode, we went downstairs just to have a beer. Watch the news. And, and then uh, suddenly uh, we're glued to the TV going, what is what is happening? Yeah. yeah. So it's just... It's awful. It's been a... Yeah, it's been a week. It's, been, it's, it's only been a week. But uh, yeah, we're try, we're, yeah, we're trying to entertain here. Um, I'm sure everyone's heard enough about it at the moment. Absolutely. Uh, not, that you can, not that you can talk too much about it because it is a giant deal, but we're going we're gonna to try to move on. Mm. Um. Another other news, Berlin will possibly enact a new corona regulation. Am I possibly? I mean, probably. Yeah. <laughs> um, Anytime they say it might happen, it right. ha- it happens. Uh, that requires Berliners to travel no further than 15 kilometers uh, from the city. So pretty much like a ring around the city of 15 kilometers where we won't be able to travel. Probably starting Saturday, meaning when you, this episode comes out last Saturday. Mm-hmm. Um, it will also prohibit air travel or any long distance train journeys. Uh, they will decide this weekend due to high number of daily infections in the capital. And this 15-kilometer rule has already actually been enforced in Brandenburg, which surrounds Berlin. So people from Brandenburg can come, what, a little bit into Berlin of the state, but not Yeah, and the they, can't, they can't leave Brandenburg because Brandenburg's, I think, it's big enough that you 15 kilometers would not get you outside Brandenburg. So, right. Um, yeah, so uh, basically... Day trips are, are off traveling to do I mean, anything other than things like work and I think visiting doctor are, and, and, are off. And yeah. just to be clear, it's not 15 kilometers from where you live. It's 15 kilometers from the city. So you can still go to Potsdam. That's if that's within 15 kilometer radius. Sure. Uh, that's fine. But uh, just don't, you know, it's yeah. Corona, man. We're trying to get this over with. Yeah. But, uh, but, but a lot of people, they do live in the small villages around Berlin. So I think right. that's why they put the, because they have to come in for work and everything. Exactly. So makes sense. And um, yeah, they've also said that hopefully we'll, have a lot of people with a vaccine by summer, but uh, we'll see. I mean, Germany's we'll been see. very slow on their vaccine rollout. It's been kind of a disappoint, disappointing rollout. So yeah, uh, in the states, nurses can give the shots, right? But in Germany, in the states, can give the shots. Yeah, but in Germany, only doctors can, and they want to get more money for it. Obviously, it's taking time out of their day to give shots, and they want to get paid. So like, it's kind of a logistical nightmare at the moment. They're gonna have to get over that quite soon if they're gonna speed so, yeah. things up because. I mean, the states, they made so much sense. Okay, a dentist, they've, they've been given training to how to give a syringe. Like, let them do it. Like, they can do exactly. it. This is very simple, you know, so. Exactly. Uh, makes sense. And, um, yeah, let's get started. Before that, though, of course, like always, yes. Jeff. 
Uh, we ask all of you to please find us on Instagram at americans.in.germany.podcast. Uh, find us on Facebook, our website, agdwpodcast.com. Yes, on and, a, and on any uh, uh, ooh, platform you use yeah. to listen to us, hit that subscribe button. Subscribe if, it. If you subscribe, the second a new episode comes out, it's in your lap. Bing. So yeah, yeah, exactly. And, uh, and yeah, please give us a, a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. We appreciate that as well. If you feel like we did a five-star job. If, if not, you want then to. That's, that's unfortunate. Exactly. And uh, let's just go right into the whiskey. What do we have today today it, I, I can see a very pretty box and bottle it, it's, it's it's a really cool box and it's actually it looks like a uh, a wine bottle that got stretched out a little it's bit. a very tall slender bottle yeah yeah and what's this, the name of this this is writer's tears copper pot irish whiskey that's writer's tears the tears of a writer tears of a writer this is 40 percent alcohol distilled matured and bottled in bond for walsh whiskey I guess that's distillery. And this is a, an Irish whiskey, right? Or This is an Irish whiskey. Okay, yeah. Um, a, and, and the back, it says, a unique vatting of single pot still and single malt Irish whiskey, triple distilled for extra smoothness, aged and mature to perfection in flame-charred bourbon barrels, distilled entirely of barley in traditional Irish copper pot stills, bursting with flavor and complexity. Love it. Yeah. It's a very it's a very dark color from what I can see. I mean, we have less lights today, but yeah, True. It's, it's a nice dark amber color. And it's unfortunately not a pop top. Mm, yeah. So it's a screw top, it looks he, like. Here's that satisfying screw we all love. I actually had a little bit of a... Yeah, yeah can't do it again. Can't replicate that, yeah. There okay. we go. Hmm. How's the glug, Jeff? Very good. Approved. And as he's pouring, we have to mention that it, the cardboard box that this came in is like a really like hip design with cool colors, like orange and greens. Um, it, it's, it's very modern. Which very very modern design. I like the box. And yeah. the, the bottle is kind of like a mixture of like a modern and kind of classic style whiskey looking. Yeah. But the the uh, yeah the, the the box is definitely much more modern looking i love it i love it's the like box. modern mixed mixed with like a 1970s living room like i don't know you know yeah. what I mean? like oh yeah uh, like a lot the wallpaper there. yeah True. yeah the wallpaper yeah yeah look 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 up look that up maybe we'll post it in our extras um it's pretty cool stuff yeah yeah we will yeah yes uh let's give it a, a, a sniff oh, hmm. it smells good yeah i like what it's bringing cheers cheers yeah hmm that is, a, that is a smooth Irish whiskey. Smooth Irish whiskey so far. Yeah, that's what I'm tasting. Mmm, it's slow burn. Was it slow burn for you too? A little bit. Yeah, I enjoy that. And just so everyone knows, it's probably one of our most uh, low-cost whiskeys. It's only True, like this 20, is only 25 one. euro or yeah. something like that. And for 25 euro, this is uh, quite good. This is one that Jeff has been wanting to try for a while, so we got it. And... Um, yeah. The, the name just grabbed. I was like, "Writers." I just love a cool, a cool name in a whiskey. Like it really draw. It, like I'm like, "Ooh, it grabs my attention." You know? And first impression is good, showing that you don't need to spend a lot of money. Let's get a decent whiskey. Yeah, and we'll have to take the price into account when we give the review. Of course, absolutely. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. Let's 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 uh, sip as we dive into our topic. That's it. And our topic, just a reminder to everybody, is apartment sharing life in Germany. So when you come in. It's hard to find your own apartment. It's easier to move in with someone else for a little while, or if you want to do oh, yeah. it full time. Yeah, I mean, Broke is going to do with it actually. No, I, yeah, that. actually, because like we would absolutely recommend, you know, unless you're 40 and you don't want to, but 
but we'd recommend you, you if your first apartment in Berlin get a flat share you're going to meet some new people meet yeah. some friends possibly meet some Germans you know uh, get your get start your social circle a little bit you know exactly and, and when you're trying to find one I think the first place you have to go if you're in Germany is the website Wege Gesucht so that's W-G Gesucht G-S-U-C-H-T dot D-E dot D-E because Germany everything's dot D-E not dot com or uh, Immobilien Scout that's I-M-M-O-B-I-E-L I-E-N Scout dot D-E yeah and these are two of the main apartment finding that almost um, everyone uses there's there's, there's there's others but I'd say yeah. And 90% of the time you're going to use these. Exactly. They're, they're legit. You can trust them more. So like, don't, I would really recommend not using Craigslist and no. like that. Yeah. The Cra- Craigslist is like heavily used in the U S but it's not that used in Germany. Right. And the what, Craigslist in Germany is known for scams. I have a, a friend from Belgium when she moved to Berlin, she found her apartment on Craigslist. They just said, Oh, send us the deposit. We'll send you the, the key, whatever. Uh, she sent the money and then she came to Berlin, arrived where the apartment was supposed to be. And it was an empty field. Oh my gosh. And, and then now she has no apartment and is out. I can't remember how much it was, but it was hundreds of euros, if not a thousand euros, something she was out. Yeah. Um, so, so, so stick with the official website, stick with the official websites. Um, and you know, some places who might be sketchy will ask you for a deposit and then they'll say, we'll send you the key via post. Don't do that ever. Yeah, yeah. The, the, often be these things where they're like, "Oh, I'm the landlord. I'm out of town. I'm, I'm out of town. I'm, I'm on at, vacation. Yeah, I'm on vacation for the next month. I can just send you the key. Just send me the deposit. No, no, no. Like, meet this person and per- meet this person in person. Right. Also, take the address. Just do a Google search. Look at Google Google Street View. Is it actually a residential apartment? Like, is this a real place? You know, like do a little like do, yeah, do some research. research. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Because there are there are scams out there. Um, yeah, just you know. Have a good head on you, and it should be fine. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, but but so what happens with these? These you're gonna go, you're gonna see various po- posts for uh, for rooms or full apartments, right? And you're gonna have to go in, and you know, there's gonna be a little uh, description of the apartment, maybe description of of your of the roommate who's posting it. Yep. Then you'll you'll respond to the post, and what happens is you're gonna want to you're gonna have to, especially in Berlin, send responses to a lot of a lot of places at least 50 different apartments because a lot of people will not even respond you know it's it it takes a while yeah and we just have a prefaces as well at least in berlin which is where we live we have most experience and it is difficult to find an apartment here it's not impossible Mm -hmm. and it's not like it just takes time it just takes time i I think a lot of people really say like it's impossible it's not impossible but um it it will take time and it's not the easiest thing in the world so you just gotta be patient and, and stay positive and then eventually hopefully um You'll find something. Yes. I mean, sometimes it can take you six months. Sometimes it can take you two weeks. Like sometimes yeah. people really, uh, we've had friends who the, the first place they went to, they got offered it and they literally, their search was a week. You know what I mean? So exactly. You, you can ha- you could have luck on your side. Who knows? But just keep in mind, you want to give yourself two months, I'd say at least yeah. to, to find a place. You know? and, and yeah, like you, you'll be copy and pasting a lot of messages, you know, make sure you change the name of the, of the, of the copy and pasted message. Yeah. Now it's like, it's frowned upon because people don't, want to be receiving a copy paste message but the thing is when you're sending when you're, when you're daily looking at this website and sending to so many people you're yeah. going to have to copy paste but what i suggest is have the bulk of it copy pasted just you know the description of you and what you're looking for and the, the thing that says oh i'd love to move in with you whatever but take 
two or three sentences and personalize that to that specific post, you know, right. like just so that they know you took the time, you actually read it because people can tell when it's a generic two cents thing. Oh, your apartment looks nice. I want to move in best regards and that's it. And that, yeah, you know, exactly. Like, and it, they're not going to pick you. So keep, put some personal information in there. If they mention that they love basketball, I don't know, like stick that in there, you know, just, just make it seem like you actually read the post that you, that you, that you give a bit of a shit about it. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and, and, and then also you'll probably send out, I mean, people will send out a lot of them and, and rarely get responses back because if I've heard of people putting their apartment up, looking for a new room, roommate or trying to move out of the current apartment, trying to get a, a uh, person to move in after them. And they'll, you know, after like three days, they'll get a, like a hundred messages, you know? So Absolutely. Like the, the last uh, Vegas or flat share I was in, we, we had to like constantly shifting new uh, roommates. So we did maybe five different roommate searches. Yeah. Yeah. And with really within three days, we had a hundred plus responses. Exactly. So we're not going to respond to everybody. It's going to take, it takes hours to go through them all and read them all. And so it's just, it, it's not, it's not being mean. It's just like, we don't have the time. Yeah. And, um, Yes, it's 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 a patience game like anything else when you move to new country. Um, something I get used to. And I would say, from being the person on the other side, do not write your emails too long because we we had times where we get like a two page monologue about the person's whole entire life, and we, we immediately just throw it away because we don't have the time. You know what I mean? And right. So too short also sucks. I I just really keep it to like two paragraphs or something like that. Like, you know, just enough, but don't waste the person's time because they have to read a lot of these. So would you say like like an old school essay, like intro paragraph, main uh, okay. meaty stuff, no, and then a conclusion? Intro sentence, a bulk paragraph, and then like a two sentence conclusion. I'd, I'd really keep okay. it shorter. Yeah. All right, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and also when, when you're looking at a place, pay, like actually pay attention to the post. Um, you don't want to move in. You don't want to move into somewhere where you're not going to vibe with the roommates. You don't like what they're doing. Like, read the post a bit. See who the people are you're moving in with, and uh, because if you don't, it could lead to a lot of trouble. You know, going down the road. Exactly. Now, I mean, if they mention, hey, this is a party vegay, and you're here to study for your master's thesis, or whatever, right. and you're you're a more introverted, quiet person. Okay, yeah, you're desperate for an apartment, but this is it's not going to work for you and you're going to hate it, you know what I mean? And vice versa, if you're a party person and they mention, "Hey, we're, we're quiet. We're quiet, we're studying, or we have kids, you know, we got to pay attention to that too." Yeah, yeah. So like and maybe they can't give you the attention that you want, you know? So yeah. just, just make sure it's going to fit at least a little bit or else yeah, it's going to cause problems and, and I've been there. It's going to cause problems for everybody. And I'd also say don't don't uh stereo, stereotype the neighborhoods in Berlin. Hmm. Um, don't assume because you're buying a because you're going to move into a place in Kreuzberg, it's going to be a big party flat, or that you're going to play some Prenzlauerberg, it's going to be super relaxed because yeah, it could th- be the opposite. It could yeah. be the total opposite. So like those, th- there are hardcore stereotypes about the neighborhoods in Berlin for a good reason for the boroughs, but um, obviously it's not all like that. Yeah, and actually, since we're moving on to the interview process, when you're interviewing yes. to uh, a good first pointer that fits with what you just said is uh, when you're there. Go ahead and go ahead and ask them. Like, hey, is this a party vegay? Is it or is this what? Like, what's the what's the what's the what's the, what's, what are you guys the, doing? What's the, yeah, what's, what's the, the vibe like? Yeah, what's yeah. the vibe? Because uh, because then their answer could really tell you. Oh, I this is waste time. I don't want to go to this apartment. Or oh, this would be perfect. You know, like right. re- just really ask them because it's really important. You know, but, exactly. Um, so for for an interview, um, I've only lived in one uh, flat share or shared apartment, which is crazy. My, I, I've had. Uh, 
I don't know, seven or I don't know, like a lot. So, but yeah, yeah I, I, I had one and then I moved in with my girlfriend. Like it was pretty. But what, what was your, your first kind of, or what, yeah, like when you were first moving to Berlin and you were interviewing, like, do you have, what was your yeah. situation like? So, so like I, I went to a few interviews and on a few of them, I brought, I brought like a six pack of beer. Actually, that, that is a smooth move. Thank you. you. Know? Cause like you're, you're make you're making yourself memorable. Yeah, and, and also showing off your cool. Hey, and like, yeah, because right, you're yeah. gonna remember the guy who brought you beer, right? I wanted, yeah. I wanted to, yeah, I wanted to be, you know, be a little different from the crowd. You know, like, oh, remember that guy who brought us the beer? He seemed cool, and then also show them like what kind of person I am, like not 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 alcoholic, but like a person you know who wants to, you know, who thinks about that, like, hey, who might think out. about that and be a little, you know, I want to show them like I'm. Now, little. did you get that room? Um, I honestly can't remember. I don't think I did. Oh, okay. Or I or you know what? Maybe I did, but I went somewhere else, like the other place, better than that place. Oh, so they, they they offered it to you, but I you think declined. They did, yeah. It was at Alexanderplatz, mm. and I want to live at Alexanderplatz. But I was like, hey, if they'll give it to me, I'll take it. But then I had another interview like two days later, and I liked that place better, so I moved in with them. Yeah, and sometimes I've had that situation where you get offered a place, but it's in an area you don't really want to go to. Right. But you're like, ooh, but I would go if, if I have to. It's 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 like your and, uh, and your safety school. Yeah, and then you're waiting a few days to try to hear back from somebody else, but you're like. Okay, but what if I wait too long? Then my right, my safety's right. gonna go away. You know, it was, yeah, yeah, it's it's tough. And, and, and I think it's totally okay to say, um, "Hey, I need like a few days to decide." But well, also, honestly, I would not say a few days. Like in Berlin, days. I would say, "Oh, I'll get back to you tomorrow," or like take a yeah, day, a but, day. Yeah, I was gonna say, but also expect that they might just get rid of it too. So yeah, yeah, I had one time where I was yeah, like, just don't rush into it just because yeah. you found a place you want. You're like take, you know, make yeah. sure you want to live there. Actually, exactly. Like I, I had a time where they said, oh, hey, are you interested? And I'm like, ooh, I have to think about it. They're like, we need to know right now. And I was like, okay, well then, it's not for me, sorry. And then I just let it go, you know. Like, right, and then like, also what kind of people, are, I don't know, so, it, you know, be smart about it. Yeah. Um, how, how about you, what was your, uh, do you have any good interview tips I mean, or yeah, what done, happened to you? I've done a lot, a lot of these interviews. Clearly, and, yeah. And, like, and they, they can be a bit awkward. Uh, you of course. Know, and actually, for example, I had a few interviews where, with apartments where they're Fully German, right? Every roommate was German. Yeah. For, for example, there was one in, um, ooh, I think it was in, I think it was in Neukölln, and uh, I show up, and it's uh, f- a four-person flat. So there's three current roommates, right? All these German women in their, or, you know, early mid twenties, right? And I come in, but it was they kept it so like a business interview, you know, so professional. Yeah, okay. And, and I walk in, and there's this huge dining table, but they all specifically go sit on the other side of it. <laughs> And then place me by myself, facing them like at a boardroom. You so, know? so it's it's three on three one. gets one, like like a yeah. like a panel of like Supreme Court judges, you know, like against you. And, uh, and Which, I, were their chairs like slightly higher than yours too? It could have been just show a little bit of I, dominance. I was so on edge, I wasn't even paying attention. But <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was just like I, sometimes I have experiences like this where they really tr- tr- take it very seriously. Yeah, and you know, I'm, I mean, as you should, yeah, of course. But no, but you know, it's like I'm throwing out jokes out there to like get some get some laughs up and it's just like <laughs> dead air you know mosquito sounds like a tumbleweed going by and i'm like oh my god this is rough and they're just not and i could just tell okay they are not digging my american vibe at all you know what i mean <laughs> like they, they seem very like i don't know put together uh, you know w- women who like to study and focus and like and i'm and i was really trying to like if, if you, you guys don't know jeff jeff's an absolute hot mess you know he's not put together at all nah, it's not, but, but you know I, I was trying to be Nothing like going on for him i was trying to be jokey <laughs> and like and but it was one of these things where right when that ha- was happening i realized 
you know what? I don't want this apartment. You right. know what I mean? Like, even though I was desperate for a room, I'm like, you know what? This would never work out. And I can guarantee you they're going to say no. And they did. Yeah. But I think that's fine because I think you have to be genuine when you're going for these things, you know, because you're going to be living with these people. You might not be best friends, but you're going to be seeing them every single day. You're going to argue for months or years, about cleaning, yeah. about, you know, you have to deal with money things. It's a close relationship, but also technically a business relationship too because money is involved sure so like i think you have to you can't pretend to be someone else during an interview and then move in and then be yourself you know like you got to be yourself at the interview so you see if there's going to be that kind of connection there yeah and you know i I experienced this myself when i was being the interviewer i had we and and me and my other roommates know we're interviewing for a new person in our flat chair and you could just there's a few times you could just tell the person was being so fake and just way too on yeah. and trying to impress you and trying to be funny and just doing way too much. And you're like, oh my God, this person is being so fake right now. Because and you just tell like this person is desperate for an apartment and they're just putting it on way too thick. Right, right. And it's really turning you off. And you're like, because you're like, I don't know how this person's going to be when they actually move in. And I've had times where the person came and was quite normal and seemed great and then once they moved in and they had the apartment the real side came out you know so you have to you have to be careful you know um if you're the interviewee or interviewer you know yeah of course yeah i mean and no matter what you're not going to find the perfect roommate like you 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 generally have to be flexible especially if it's your first apartment in germany you know if you if you just arrived um like i I can say from for the place i went to uh, the place i actually moved into i didn't bring the the pack of beer I i don't think on this one uh, we went in and like we we talked for a bit and then it kind of wound up just being like a conversation. An interview was technically kind of over, and then yeah. we we're just showing and kind of vibing out and talking about hip hop and like shows we watch or whatever. And, and then that's when you know, okay, this is this could work, you know. Yeah. Right. And, then, and then at the end of the interview, they're like, "Do you want to move in?" I was like, "I'll let you know tomorrow." And then the next day, I was like, "Yeah, you know, I I, I liked you guys, these two uh, Polish dudes. They were awesome. I love them." Um, so I, I had a great time. Of course, like we didn't mix on every single level because no one does with anybody in the world. Mm. But you know, we we had a respectful thing. You know, we had that that kind of instant connection during that interview. So I knew like this is gonna work out. They were they were you know laid back. They were relaxed, which I could just tell, and that vibe was there. So um, yeah, you gotta find that. I mean, you don't have to find that, yeah. but it's nice if you can find. But was that. was there anything about like the apartment or them when he showed up that you, that made you like think twice about it well, or not that I thought twice actually I mean the the, ba- the bathroom wasn't very nice had a small kitchen but why I really liked them too which showed how relaxed they were was that I was actually going to get the biggest room with the balcony in the apartment and I asked them why why don't want you take this room because you know you live here and I was like oh we're just too lazy to move our stuff we figure we'll be able to come in and this guy can just take it so pretty much I got the biggest room in the apartment with uh, balcony. So, but, but was it because I've had this before? Was it the situation where you're the one person with the balcony, and so everybody's coming in through your room to go use it to go smoke or whatever? Every once in a while, but they're really respectful about it, so it, it actually was okay. Oh, so they and, actually knocked and, and and I wouldn't have minded either if they did because they the you know the balcony is a part of the apartment. So because your room was probably what was supposed to be the the living room exactly. It's right? a living room supposed to be, but it was my bedroom, so like I had a really nice. It was huge. It was great. Yeah. Actually, that's something we should mention. In Europe and in Germany in general, sometimes you'll have that where uh, they they often turn the living room into a bedroom because right. uh, the living rooms here also have doors. You know, there's not this open uh, floor plan usually, like in the usually US. Usually it's an open floor plan, yeah. Yeah, so the living room basically just looks like a big bedroom. And, you know, the landlord knows I can make more money if I have one more room. So they usually, t- they often turn at least in these younger kind of flat shares, they turn the living room into a room. Right. So there's 
that means there's no actual living room for you guys to hang out. So you end up hanging out a lot in the kitchen, right? Or, or the yeah. kitchen. Or like I, I made my room have like a couch and a TV. So I kind of tried to make it like a living room. Just happen to have a bed in there. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and it kind of worked out. You know, I invited them over. It was, it was fine. Yeah, it was the same. I'd have like one half of my bedroom be the bedroom. Right. And the other half be the my living room yeah there's like basically just one side's a couch one side's a bed yeah, yeah. exactly and i, I want to mention also real quick um a lot of times in flat shares you you your name might not be on the rental contract because a lot of times the people who live there they have the contract and you pay them in cash or separately so it's not like an officially well, yeah. i would say cat probably with bank transfer well, bank tra- yeah. yeah but that's what i mean but oh, okay yeah. yeah yeah and a bank transfer but your, your name's not officially on the paperwork which can happen sometimes yeah so what happens a lot is when you have people come visit you you have to tell them like oh uh you know ring ring at uh, maya or ring right. at, ring at schmidt you know like you have to give them somebody else's last name because it's because it's at least yeah my first few apartments they were i never had my name on the bell you know and, and if you want to get a quick little fun tip if you do live in a place like this where your name is not on the door and you want mail sent to you under your address put your name and then the letter c slash o and then the name of the person who's on the door. Yeah, like which means care of. Care of, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So you'll still get your mail even under your name. So like legally it's your mail, but it's still delivered to where it has to be. Yeah, and usually to. what I did is the post box was on the inside of the building. I would slap, uh, I would tape my name underneath yeah, or underneath, underneath the name on the post box. So that Easy way, enough. yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, just the kind of quirks of, uh, I don't know how, I don't know if that's the way it is other, in other cities, but at least in Berlin it is. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'll, I'll tell you a bit more about my my one experience that we can go to your many. Yeah, because I, I mean, it's, it sounds like you got kind of a good deal. Like you, I mean, or, or I don't know, like, did you get along most of the time or did, or did you have any kind of friction? Yeah, no, it, it was actually a pretty good deal. So like, I could tell things are going to go well, like I said, during the interview. And then when I moved in, things were pretty chill. And, and they specifically wanted an English speaking person because they're Polish and they wanted to get their English better. Nice. So like their ad said, looking for an English uh, English speaking roommate. It's like, yeah, perfect. Um, and we listened to a lot of the same music, but we also were like really kept to ourselves as well, which I appreciated. Oh, like you had a nice balance. So we had a nice balance. Have your own time. And then once in a while you'd hang out or whatever. Right. And at this time things were going, starting to pick up my girlfriend. So I told him as well, I said, hey, I might have my girlfriend here sometimes. or I might be out of the house for, you know, a week or something like that if I don't want to sleep here. Like, is don't that okay? Think I'm dead. <laughs> and, they're, and they're like, yeah, no worries. Like, we don't care. You do you. Like, this is your apartment. This is your room. So, like, so they're, they're really nice. That's actually um, really kind of, I don't know what the word is, but that was actually really nice of you to ask, hey, is this okay? Because um, I've been in some places where they specifically, they, 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 I found out they want a roommate to hang out with and talk with on a constant basis. And when I, uh, yeah. and when I would be gone quite a bit, it actually annoyed them because they're like, oh, no, I wanted a roommate that was going to be my friend and somebody to hang out with all the time. And when I'm spending time with my friends too much, then, you know, so, so it's good to be yeah. on the set to make sure, Hey, is it okay? Like, are we on the same level? Are we on the same page? page? Yeah. yeah, exactly. yeah. It, it's hard you know, to expect someone to be your best friend. Just from no, but, but some people, that's, that's why they some get a roommate because like, yeah, they, they, they want the company, you know? So it's true. And, um, so yeah, on my, on my first, uh, my first night, actually kind of stereotypical, but they're both Polish. And they're like, hey, let's celebrate. Uh, my mom made some homemade vodka. Do you want some? And I was like, yeah, man, come on. That's my first day here. Let's party. Bathtub vodka, of course. Yeah, come on, of course. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that night we had some vodka. We had some beers. Um, pretty hungover the next morning. And then one of my roommates 
was freaking out because he's like, hey, man, uh, I can't see out of my, I think it was my his right eye. He went blind in one of his eyes pretty much. Jesus. Or it was like 80% or 70% blind or something like that. Yeah, and he had to like go to a doctor and he had a, they couldn't figure out why. But it was, it was it was the vodka, right? I mean. I don't, I don't think, he said it wasn't because me and the other roommate were fine. Um, but maybe he drank some more of it or I don't know. Like, maybe, I don't know. And he had to take like, experimental American drugs. I think he's good now. I hope he is. Because um, it was like but how like long a year. You, oh my god, it was a long time. Whew. Yeah, so that was pretty nutty. Uh, that, that was a, that was a welcome, the good like, hey, well, welcome here. Okay, uh, ladies and gentlemen, turn down the bathtub <laughs> Polish vodka. Let's I offer. mean, this guy was also a legend too. Like, if he had a night out, he would wake up at like seven in the morning, go to the spazi, drink a beer, and then come back upstairs and go back to bed. And then by the time he woke up, his hangover was gone because he had that counter beer, you know? He had the oh hair my, of the dog. Oh, my God. That's so funny because that, that reminds me, um, my first apartment in Prince Lauerberg, uh, when, I, when I moved in, I, I, at the time, I really didn't even, I'd never lived in Prince Lauerberg. I didn't really know what it was like. Sure. I, I, I got offered an apartment and I had to accept it. So I accepted it. Uh, but my two other roommates were, at the time, I was maybe, say, like 27 or something. My two yeah. other roommates were like 20, 21 party girls, you sure. know? Like in uni, just all they wanted to do was party, and kind of like uh, your guy, they were just were just drinking constantly, and like in the morning, it didn't matter what time, you know what I mean. And it was they, they were the constant where it was like every morning you'd wake up to hearing them coming home at like six a.m. from whatever club, but I mean like every day, seven days a week. And I'm like, how? When do they That's study? Insane. When do they? Because st- they're they're both in school, and one of them I think worked also. I'm like, how? how do they do this? You know, um, <laughs> that is absolutely insane. But that was a situation where we were on different levels completely, but they were so nice. And I was so nice that like, I mean, even though we had such different lifestyles, we were still respected each other. Um, yeah, that's nice. But, uh, but they were so, again, they were so busy partying and stuff. They didn't even care about like what you were like, doing. No, no, like, like their bathroom, for example, there's a, the, the, the huge bathroom window is right in front of the shower, but they had no curtains or anything. <laughs> and I said, what, what, what do you do when you shower? Like, oh, I just I take uh, I just take my towel and I tuck it in the window. Then I shut the window on the towel, and then I'm like, wait, how long have you lived here? Uh, two years. I'm like, <laughs> you never just went and bought a curtain. And so, like, just because the way I'm, like, first week there, I go and I just buy, buy a curtain. I don't even ask them to pay for or help pay for. It. I was like, okay, we so need a curtain. They, they were kind of like uh, like college dorm living style, kind of like hopeless, yeah. And same yeah. like, I'd be like, hey, where do you guys put the mail? And they're like, ooh, actually, I haven't gotten the mail in a few weeks. I haven't gone to check the mail in a few weeks. And I'm like, oh, my God, what's happening here? Oh, my God. Yeah, it's like I kind of had to, like, give structure to to the madness <laughs> that was going you're, you're on. Like yeah. the, the, the Papa Bear coming in and making sure everyone is is, is a little more organized. Exactly. So, That's funny. Uh, but, yeah, that was an interesting uh, interesting situation. And then that apartment is, the, is an apartment that I stayed in for maybe four years. Oh, and, wow. and that's when we had maybe five or six you know they eventually moved out and over time we had different roommates who only stayed maybe six months at a time mm-hmm. and so we had a lot of um of changeover uh but at some point i had to move move to this is an interesting story i had to move to munich uh for a job for like six months and i had to do a thing which maybe a lot of you uh people would have to do is get an apartment when you're not physically in the city because even though i'm in germany i'm in berlin not in munich so it's, right. i might as well be in the u.s at that point you know and, you know, finding a, a, an apartment uh, when you're not physically in the city because people, they want to meet you, of course, before they move in. Yeah, and, and also you want to see the apartment as well. Exactly. But, you know, it's like, okay, I have to move for work and in two weeks. Got to take whatever. Yeah. And what I found is when the kind of people 
who are okay not meeting their roommates <laughs> before they move in are weird people. Uh, so I, 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 moved, I moved down there and I moved in like in the dead of night. The guy never came out of his room to come greet me or anything. Oh, nice. And then the next morning, um, I hear him out in the kitchen. I'm like, okay, time to introduce myself. So I go out. He's he's and I and you see him and he's eating his dinner at the kitchen table. Oh, hi, I'm Jeff. I'm your new roommate. You know, they told you I was coming. Yeah. And maybe he said like one sentence and then kind of awkwardly looked at me, then picked up his plate and then took it into the his bedroom, right? And no joke, for the next six months. That was the only conversation I had with my roommate. Get out of here. He never once talked to me and, and ever he, again. And he was your only roommate? Or yeah, yeah, it was a two-room apartment. So it was you and him. Me and him. Six months. Yeah. And again, I don't. I think maybe saw him only three times. Like it was, you'd, 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 it was like a ghost. You'd hear him, you know, like doing stuff late at night or whatever. I think he specifically only did stuff like when he knew I wasn't out in the public space, you know. But and Some might say that's a perfect roommate. Some might want that exact type of roommate. Maybe, except uh, oh. since he didn't like to talk to me, he kept things to himself. So uh, one day, and this was when I was working a weird shift doing a movie. So I was working the 1 p.m. to 1 a.m. shift. So I got home at like 3 a.m., right? Yeah. So I usually slept from like 3 a.m. till, I don't know, till 10 or I don't know, whatever. And uh, so uh, I'm asleep. And about like, it was like 7 or 8, I, I kind of hear some loud banging sounds. And I even joked to myself, I'm like, that sounds like somebody trying to kick down my front door. And then I immediately realized, like, that is, that's, that is so. And I, <laughs> and, I, and I go and I run to the front door. And sure enough, and then third, boom, door breaks open, wood what? splits everywhere. And there's a guy standing there with his, like, karate kick going. And, but I see the look of shock on his face. Yeah, like my face is right now. Yeah, yeah. And, and there's another guy behind him. And if you've lived in Germany, you can tell who is a construction worker because they wear these kind of like Super Mario Brother like overall uh, things yeah. that are different colors. Like they're green or blue depending on what your job is. Right. So I immediately tell these are construction workers. And he's shocked and he's like, oh my God. And he's like, what, what are you doing here? And I'm like, what am I doing here? What the fuck are you doing? You just, <laughs> you, just, you just kicked down my door. He's like, oh, but we rang the door and no one answered. And I'm like, oh, and so you kicked the door down? <laughs> I was I, I I was I worked the night shift. I just go and then he and then he explains, oh no, like uh, the the landlord hired us to replace all the doors, but since nobody answered, and and the landlord wasn't answering to to give us the keys, we just figured since we we're replacing the door anyways, it didn't matter if we kicked it in. Oh know? my god! And he's like, they, he didn't tell you, and it turns out the landlord had told my weird roommate who, since he's too weird to talk to me, uh, there he, it is, and he, he didn't, didn't pass you. it to me. Um, so anyways, terrifying experience uh, of somebody kicking in my door. Wow. I mean, I I have no story that can even compare to that. The worst thing that happened to me was I had to go pee. My roommate was in the bathroom, so I had to find an alternative bathroom. You can can use your imagination for that one. Um, I think everybody in their early 20s has done that. Yeah, so like really not a bad one. But like, I was going to say about just about flat shares generally. Sure, yeah. Some positive things like... Um, social gatherings can be really fun with when you have a shared flat. So, like, if you don't have a shared flat and you want to have an, you know, a party or something like that, you know, you have your friends and then your roommates have their friends from all different places because you don't, you know, it's not like your colleagues like went to school together. They're totally random people that you moved in with. Yeah, a weird eclectic mix of people. So yeah, you have like a really cool. Yeah, exactly. And like some of the best house parties I've been to have been at flat shares because you meet such interesting people. 
And I go, how do you know this person? Like, oh, I'm the friend of this guy's, you know, cousin, whatever. And it's like, oh, cool. And right. So do you know this person? Like, oh, no, him at all. It's like, oh, that's my friend who I'm here with. Like, oh, good to meet you, you know. And then like, and that's a really good way to get to meet people. Uh, if you're if you move into a, a flash shares, throw a party, meet your roommates, friends. Yeah, but, and but you one thing you should do is when you do throw a party. Uh, what what happens in Germany? You you post a note kind of on your stairwell so that right. your other uh, your neighbors neighbors they know. Okay, Saturday night I'm having this guy's having a party at ten. So, but and usually you'd like would be like, oh, if, you know, come join if you want. It should be night. Nice. They never do, but you know, like uh, you offer if they want to come. Yes, exactly. Have a beer or whatever, you know. And you have like a stack because you know Germans take their shoes off when they go inside, even at house parties. Very respectful of the yes, of very the respectful unwritten shoe law. Um, so like it's funny you walk in and then you'll know, be sorry he's, he's just refilling my glass it's, it's hard to talk and refill at the same time um, and, you know there'll be a lot of people at the party because you know have a big flat share maybe maybe you live with four to five people so you have this like mountain of shoes at the door you know it looks really and then at the end of course of course in the night it's really impossible to find your shoes but it's fine. You're drunk. Yeah, and also you have during actually winter parties are the worst because usually the, oh, per, the yeah. person has like four hooks, right? But you have 20, 30 people <laughs> jacket, and shoes. each person has like fifty layers. We have the scarf, the gloves, whatever. And then of course everyone also brings their own beer as well, so you have like yeah, yeah. bags everywhere. And like, everybody's jacket is fucking black, so you're looking through. You're like, <laughs> wait, is this? And you're draft drunk. Is this mine? I, I, I had times uh, when I was living in Vienna where I think I lost twice my scarf. Like somebody just grabbed my scarf because it looks sort of like their scarf. You know what I mean? Like, because sure. it's like, oh man, it happens. So. Yeah, it, it, yeah, exactly. So, yeah, that's definitely a positive of, of living in a, in a vague or a flat share. Is you, it's it, I think it's easier to to meet people when you when you have these kind of things because yeah. you know, especially if you move here for the first time by yourself, you already have a few points of contact with your roommates, and then they'll they'll take you out maybe to a few places, and then you meet some of their friends, and then you know things slowly will blossom and blossom and blossom, and that can take a year or two mm. when you're first settling down into a new country or into a new city. Um, but like like we said earlier, with a lot of these things, you have to just be patient and you know things, yeah, things will work out. That's great advice. Like you said, you know, th- throw a party. Throw that doesn't have to be a huge party, but no. yeah, you're gonna meet. Especially if you're new, you're gonna meet some cool people. Like oh, you're new. Oh, you're you're, you're the guy, new, the new roommate. Oh, cool. Where are you from? Oh, you're from Belgium. Oh, that's cool. Exactly. Like, wherever you're from, you know. Yeah, like that's a, that's a great way to like just win one night meet. 20 people. Maybe yeah. 20 people. And, and you know, maybe those people will be for your friends forever. Maybe it'll be your friends for at least a year until you find your own friend. You don't, you don't know. You'll or, see. Or you get like a, a hint on a job through one of them or who knows what. It, yeah. Exactly. You never know what kind of connections you're going to make, especially in an eclectic city like Berlin. You know, you never know who you're going to meet at a party. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> that's a good one. Um, do you have any other things you'd like to, to say about well, as as you know, I I, I just and, and I this is my experience. I'm not gonna don't do not do not expect that you're gonna move to Berlin and have as many bad roommates as I've had. It's, it's kind of like in some of our other episodes, like scams. Jeff seems to have a lot of really <laughs> bad or weird luck when it comes to everything. And I, I think I think it was because I, for four or five years I was in this apartment. Where really, there was there was usually like me. And one other person that were solid for a few years, yeah. And then we had this one room that it just—it was just a constant changeover of people, you know. Um, so I had so many bad ex- uh, experiences. Like, you know, real quick, I'll tell you. There's there's one from the U.S. Won't say his name or where he's from in the U.S. But it, this is actually hope for everybody who wants to move from the U.S. to Germany. Okay. He had, he was not in Germany. He, he said, "Oh, would you accept just a Skype interview?" 
And I did. So it does happen. Now it's rare. I did it. Uh, I re- completely regret it. We'll never do it again because he seemed totally normal on Skype. And then when he arrived, it was just a complete uh, uh, nightmare. And I could not even get into everything that he was. Can, can, can you give us a, a few little examples or tidbits of why he was a nightmare? Ooh, I want to hear. Okay. I really want to hear some of this. Okay. Well, there's all, first to start with the basic stuff. Okay. Just loud as hell, no matter what he did, no matter what time it was, wake, like waking up me and my roommate at all hours, right? Slamming doors, whatever. Okay, whatever. Great. No big deal. Happens. Right? Um, but then it came to the every time, and I mean every time daily that he used the toilet, uh, he peed all over the floor. Oh, great. And would shit and then not properly flush, so there'd always be... Uh, shit floating bits of shit floating Little in the toilet floaters and, in the toilet and again not once in a while every single time how, how do you live your how do you live your life that way and he also uh was a grown man but took 40 and i mean I, we timed him 45 minute showers in the morning when other people have to go to work oh man and would not would not stop and then he started this thing where he started to talk to himself with weird voices and then there was then it got scarier where late at night you would hear him yelling at himself Going like, oh, this motherfucker, like talking to himself and throwing things around his room, Dude. getting very bizarre. Um, anyways, I can't go into all the stories, but eventually um, I got, I'll be honest, I got a little scared of him and I actually got a, like a piece of wood and I put it next to my bed just because I didn't have, didn't have a lock on my door. I just, I, but he just seemed unstable at times. And, it, you know, to be fair to him, he did seem quite stressed from his work and it's a new country and everything. It could have just been a lot of stress and it, just, it overwhelmed him. So I, I don't, I don't want to say he's a bad person or anything. But, but it was, a, it was a, at minimum, you can say it was definitely a weird experience. It was a weird experience, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so so th- that kind of stuff uh, happens. But, you know, I, uh, I had plenty of good roommates, uh, like a girl, girl named Laura from Italy, who's amazing. And when, when you find a roommate who's on your level and, ex- you know, expects the same things, you know, yeah. in terms of, like, cleanliness and just, like, uh, hanging out and stuff, like, it, it can be awesome. It can be great. Yeah, yeah, 100%. And, you know, like I said, I had the experience of a great roommate, and, and it was a really good intro. Um, I mean, at that point when I moved in, I'd been here for eight-ish, six, eight months because, you know, I was my, my, my first roommate, my college friend for the first while. So they were kind of, like, my real, like, kind of coming out party to Berlin because once I left living with my friend from college... I was like, all right, now I'm by myself. You know, I'm not hanging on anybody else anymore because she was helping me with a lot of things. So then I kind of moved to my first Vega or flash share. And that's what was like, yeah, my first time I was like kind of really, I felt like really independent and doing my own thing in Berlin. And I had great roommates who were really helpful. And yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, we, we, we had a good time. Um, I think a few more little tidbits is, um, yeah, make sure that your roommates and yourself are on the same page. And everyone knows like what kind of flat share it is, like we said, party or relaxed or yeah, yeah. or just see how you no know, it goes. We have really we're not any type of thing. We're just kind of you know yeah. I, I, I say like carefully read their post because sometimes people say um, and yeah during the interview ask them hey like is this a party vegan or is this a more chill vegan or ask what's... if they smoke if you're not a smoker and you don't want to smell like smoke you know like that's a pretty yeah, big thing and if you're hardcore maybe vegan. Uh, like yep. okay, do they eat meat? Are they going to be cooking in the same pot? Like that kind of stuff. Like those are kind of questions that it's okay to ask in an interview. Yeah. Because they also want to know what your situation is. You exactly. Know? Um. And what we often did when we were interviewing is because we were like I was a freelancer, somebody else was a free. Like we we were we're not really necessarily at the apartment a lot. You know. Sure. We let them know that you know that. Yep. Hey guys, we're here. Like if we're in the kitchen, we'll have a beer, no problem. But don't expect this to be a party vegan. We're gonna be hanging out all the time. Yeah, that sort of thing. And you know, and we even told them like, hey, we 
just to make things easy. We've got a cleaning schedule. Like every weekend, it's a different person. That way, there's no and, like, and, and, oh, and, I, I clean too much. You never clean that kind of sort of thing. It's like, yeah. And it sounds kind of ridiculous of a cleaning schedule, but I think it it's does, really, yeah. I think it's really important to have um, to have that because, like I said before, it's of course a personal relationship, but it's still like kind of a business relationship. Yeah, yeah. And you want to make sure that you know you're not stepping on each other's toes three weeks in because you know the bathroom's not clean and you've cleaned it four times already. No one else has cleaned it, which happens. I mean, I've been on both sides of that where you know, like you notice, ah, me and whoever, God, we're always cleaning and blank. He never cleans, like, and you know, and we're, we all have jobs. Like, this isn't fair. Or times where I'm so busy at work, maybe I missed my cleaning day. Exactly. What the hell, you know? So like, it's it's fine to have a cleaning schedule because then. No, it was just a piece of paper on the wall. You go check it. Okay, this weekend's me. Cool. And then, you yep. know, the next two weekends, I'm free, whatever. It's It, it makes sense, actually. Yeah, exactly. And, and also, um, writing down the cost for the apartment, what's going to be split. Are you spending the cable? Are you spending internet? Are you just paying for the rent? Toilet paper. Toilet uh, paper. What what What's what yeah. happening there? And then also, have some kind of contract. Um, uh, yeah, have a contract. Yeah. Don't just say, hey, I'll pay you 600 euro a month. Cool. Have at least even you know, like a hand, some kind of paperwork saying that you're there, you know, for how many, however long. Um, yeah. That way you have case. some legal repercussions if things go down, you know, just, just, just to keep yourself. Uh, exactly. Yeah. So they don't, they don't throw your stuff out in the hallway and then you come home and your key doesn't work anymore. If you have a contract, you can legally live there. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah. So and we, just, we were talking recently about this other podcaster we were just talking to and he said, uh, he had a very shady uh, deal with uh, with, the, with the apartment he's in. And yes. a few days ago, they randomly just said, you know what, this isn't working out. You have to move out. And gave him two weeks to find a new apartment during Corona times in Berlin. I mean, it's hard Which enough. I'm not sure how even legal that is, to be honest. It's not. But again, he didn't have really kind of a proper contract, from what I yeah. understand. But And, the, and these people really were take, trying to take advantage of him or whatever. So, yeah, like uh, make sure everything's on the up and up, you know, if, exactly. if you can. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, generally, um, like we said, we definitely recommend moving into a flat share. Um, if, if you're moving by yourself, especially when you first move to to Germany uh, or or to anywhere really, um, it, it, and if you have a good situation, it can really improve your situation. If you're a good living situation, it can improve your general situation of that new city sure. or country drastically. Yeah, and I would recommend maybe move into a place that has at least three people total. Because okay. when you move in with just you and one other roommate, if things don't work out, you're kind of screwed. But usually if when you have three total people, you're probably going to get along with at least one of the people. So you're you know? saying like, or if you don't get along with someone, you have always like a buffer person. Exactly. And that was kind of like a situation I had a lot where I was in a, uh, the flat share and I got to really get along with this person. But this person, okay, we're not so great. But, but that's why I was happy this, uh, you know, I had this one, this one right. roommate that things worked out with. If I it was, like just, if it was just me and that one guy. Like, ooh, that might be like an awkward relationship, you know what yeah. I mean? So, uh, I, that, that, that's good advice. I like that. Um, if, if you have any more questions about this, because this, this has also been asked a lot um, by, by, by people writing us. Absolutely. Is finding an apartment. And, like, there's there's no magic bullet to, be getting, to getting a place. There's, there's really not a, a whole lot of advice we can give you except for, like, the websites, how to write things, what to look out for. Um, but at the end of the day, it's kind of just like luck if you get one. And you probably will if you just search hard enough. Just, you know, you got to be patient and, and you got to be ready to hear a lot of no's and a lot of rejection or not hearing back at all. But no, it's normal, you know? Like, exactly. It is normal. Don't think that you're the only one going through this because a lot of people go through this. And, you know, Berlin is historically 
generally known for being difficult to find a plant a flat always has been yeah always has been well not always not like you know 30 years ago but like yeah in the years that we know yeah <laughs> exactly and, and one so, last bit of advice i would say for all you that are planning to move to germany start looking for that apartment after you've arrived not before because again it's it's so it's so difficult to find a place when you're still abroad and you can't personally meet these people see the apartment yeah um you know, uh, again, arrive, get yourself something temporary, an Airbnb, just something ter- temporary for a month or two. And during that time, then look for your, it'll increase your chances of getting that in an apartment. It will definitely increase so it. much more. Yeah, uh, I mean, it all depends on your situation, but if you're, uh, if you're moving and you have the opportunity to move somewhere else, yeah, like you said, short term, definitely do that and then find your place and take it. And then you can take your time and make sure the place you're moving into is the right place uh, for you. Yeah. And as, and as you've heard, uh, if you do things via Skype, you will end up possibly with a weirdo. So uh, true. Meet them in person just to make sure they're you know they got all the marbles up top. You know all the marbles up top. You know it does have a lot of marbles up top. <laughs> this whiskey. <laughs> wow, that was a transition that made no sense. Was that a bad one? <laughs> well, actually, was... I'll, I'll I'll take it even though it makes no sense. Nice, thanks, man. So uh, Jeff, we are drinking the Writer's Tears. I, I have a tiny splash, but. Give me a tiny splash to make it like a full splash. All right. you know I mean, don't overdo it. There you go. Okay, there we go. I'll do my. I'll do it myself too. Still, still liking it. So I, again, let, hey, let me don't don't oh, rush. Oh, it, don't, oh, don't don't did, rush. Did the box have any information that, that the? There's there's a lot of things I have to Ooh, tell you. Okay. There's a lot of things I'll tell you, Jeff. Okay? I'm, I'm gonna sit back and just see what happens. You relax. Okay. You, you enjoy your whiskey while while I'm while I'm talking bullshit. All right. Okay. So what we have here is the Writer's Tears Copper Pot Irish Whiskey. 40% alcohol product of Ireland, making it an Irish whiskey, of course. Um, I have the box here, the box that we talked about earlier that we find so uh, beautiful and charming. <laughs> and uh, I'm going to read this on the box because I liked what it said. It was like, you know, we always make fun of what they write on the boxes or on the bottles, you know, but this one was like not too pretentious, not too like weird, but I like this one. Here we go. Are you ready? I'm ready. Let me get my whiskey my whiskey reading voice. I like on. your sexy whiskey reading voice. Thank you. I like it too. You should use that in bed with your girlfriend. <laughs> Writer's Tears, a unique style of whiskey embedded in history. A time when Irish whiskey was distilled exclusively in copper pots. Two styles flourished, malt and pot still distilled from 100% barley. The marriage of both styles became known as the champagne of Irish whiskey. Hmm. A style of whiskey... Whiskey. Damn, I screwed it up. All right. It's okay. A style of whiskey liked by many of the great Irish writers of the 19th century, less for its literary inspiration and more for its full-bodied flavor, some taste. Ah, and hence, writer's tears. Yeah, but it even says, like, they didn't drink because because it was named writer's tears. They drank because it was good. Which is weird. No, but maybe, or I thought they named it writer's, writer's Tears because many writers enjoyed the flavor. So maybe it was named something else at some point. Or Yeah, maybe. I don't know. But um, yeah, apparently a lot of writers, didn't name any writers, but apparently a lot of them, maybe it was like the random dude in Starbucks, you know, sitting on his laptop writing a blog. But, um, but they're, they're claiming some people in the 1860s uh, were writers and they enjoy the whiskey. Yeah. We can't confirm any of this, but uh, it's a hey, good story, though. That's history. <laughs> According to them. <laughs> According to them. Um yeah. Right, cheers. So cheers. Yeah. That was fun reading. I'm liking it, you know. And considering considering its pride. Now, is it an amazing whiskey? No. But no. I, I, I find it very good, very comforting, smooth whiskey. And for 25 bucks, 
I mean, uh, I feel like this is a 40 euro worth of, of, I, of whiskey flavor. I, I would say I'd be hard pressed to find a, a whiskey that tastes this, this good at 25 bucks. The only thing I think of, like, it's like Jameson. I like Jameson a lot. That's a good cheap whiskey. Um, but something that's a little more special and different that you're not going to find everywhere, you know? For 25 euro, um, I'd recommend this to everybody. Yeah, it's 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 a, you, you should just have it on your shelf. I mean, uh, yeah, and it's when you just keep buying. You know, if your bottle's gone, it's get a new one because twenty five euro. Yeah, and, and again, you're you're getting so much more out of out of the actual whiskey yeah. than twenty five euro. So, uh, yeah, and and that's keeping that in mind. I, I, I gotta say, like the, the flavor is nothing. It's nothing crazy. It's not super. No, like it it, it says on the box uh, a full bodied and a wholesome taste or flavor from flavor some taste. I'm not. I don't. I wouldn't say it's it's full bodied. Um, I just. I can't say that. I'd say it's like three fourths bodied. Three fourths bodied. Three fourths yeah. of a body. I think it's good. It's got, it's got a decent flavor. It's 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 got a decent burn. It's nothing. It's nothing crazy going on. But again, for twenty five euro, that's a great deal. It's very good. It's it's a very. Is it? And it, again, normal Jameson. Is that very good? No, it's it's okay. But Jameson is something that I always have in my cabinet. You know what I mean? Love so. that, exactly. And 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 this is I would say maybe like a step up from Jameson. At, at yeah. least at least for the fancy factor. Sure. You know, if you're having people over and you want to impress them a bit of like, oh, I got some whiskey, but you know, but you're on a budget. This is like a really good one to have. Like, oh, I never had that before. You have a Jameson. And everyone it, it has it a Jameson. It's a little something different than a Jameson. It's something, exactly. Yeah. It's something different. Um, yeah, I I like it. Um, when if I take into the flavor and the price together, I'm giving it a solid seven. Mm, I almost um, interesting. Maybe, maybe seven gonna, and a half because it's so this, cheap. This is going to be my first in fifty episodes. This is a seven and a half, seven point five. You're seven point five right now. Seven's too little, but eight's a little too much. Seven and a half, baby. That's that took me a while to get there. But yeah, I, right. I think I'm gonna go seven and a half too because yeah, like if, if this costs like forty, I'd give it a seven, right? Yeah, but let's just say for twenty five euro, this is a great whiskey. It's it's it, for for twenty five euro. I I would be hard pressed that you can find anything that's better than that. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, well, hey, that's the end. Let's end on that note. Let's end on that note. It's a good, good whiskey and it's Irish and I like it. So yeah, exactly, it's a, it's a good Irish whiskey. That's, that's yeah. it. There's nothing crazy fancy about it. If it's very, uh, it's the what is it? It's the champagne of whiskeys. I never like when people can't. To call themselves the champagne of anything. Oh, what's that beer? The champagne of beers. Uh, Are you hating on Miller High Life? I am. <laughs> I, I hate when anything says the champagne. I know, it's so tacky. Like, no, I don't want to be the champagne. No, I want to be the beer of beers. I don't want to be the champagne <laughs> of beers. No, I, I want to be the whiskey of whiskeys. <laughs> yeah. No, I, 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 don't, I don't care. I care. I, li- I really like the description. I didn't care for that one sentence. Sorry. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's it. Writer's tears. There was no age on it. Uh, I can't imagine those aged very long for twenty five euro. Um, but yeah, writer's tears. Irish whiskey. We recommend it for 25 euro. Go grab yourself a bottle. Love it. So, hey, uh, rough times out there. Uh, so mm. stay safe. Uh, stay healthy. Um, you know, maintain your distance. Wear that mask if you can. Uh, you know, or no, not if you can. You just do it. Just, <laughs> not if you can. Just do it. Um, yeah. And, 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 and stay thirsty, everybody. And we'll see you next week next week with our episode episode (laughs) 50